All right. So this is Black Responsibility, an open dialogue to discuss and address topics relevant to the education, development, and liberation of Black people. This discussion is not only a movement, but an authentically raw, yet artistic exchange of thoughts, ideals, and experiences. We encourage and appreciate listeners of all ages, levels of abilities, you know, um, identities, nationalities, uh, religious and political affiliations, but empathy is the key to progression, y'all. So without further ado, this is Kyle. This is Brooke. And this is Black Responsibility. Yeah. Yo. We in the thing. In this thing. In this thing. In this thing. Ready for episode four. It is April 4th, 2020. And COVID got us stuck out here in these. No, yeah. can't say out here in these streets because we all in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out That's... to the people on the front lines. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to everybody in the medical profession right now. The 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 workers at Walmart, everybody, man. man. We really appreciate you all, man. Like, without you all, man, I just had a homeboy just had to go to go to work for uh, Kellogg. Because like if they don't make the food, then you know, like it's crazy how how much is it impacted. This is impacted just our societal norm right now, you know. So yeah, this is crazy, crazy, Self-love. crazy times. But how you holding up? How you how you holding up right now? I'm good. I honestly, I ain't gonna lie. At first, it was more a psychological thing. I'll say because you know me, I'm out here in Texas by myself anyway, so it really ain't no thing. Um, so. I guess it was psychologically like, dang, I really just can't go and do nothing else. I, I'm I'm naturally rebellious, so I don't like when I feel like it's a strain on me. I can't move how I want to move. Like, I can't just go to the movies or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's been real peaceful. Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing a whole mm-hmm. lot more reading, listening to audio books. See, yesterday, I probably sat in silence for like four hours yesterday, just in my, you know, my little thinking chair, my reading chair, my my manifestation chair over there just looking out the window really mm-hmm. how about you oh, i'm good i'm good i just um like i said i just talked to my home but i'm in augusta i just uh got on the road even though you know governor kemp put in a shelter in home or shelter in place whatever it's called uh i still can get on the road you can still travel for people that didn't know you can travel um but unless they until they implement like martial law, if it gets to that point, then yeah, we ain't gonna be able to travel. But the policies right now state that we can travel or don't state that we cannot travel. So, but uh, no, everything's cool. Um, I got here last night and I just been kicking it with my folks, you know, not in like mass quantity or nothing like that, just like one person that you know. And then I came home, and, uh, just chilling, you know, watching TV, kicking, kicking, and laughing and stuff like that so it's pretty cool uh, i'm holding up all right i think to your point it is it feels psychological um you know i i go out and i see people you know wearing the masks and and you know going to every extent to stay clean and you know this that and the third and i don't know it's just interesting to kind of sit back and watch and reflect on um definitely definitely makes you think about life different just when you see these numbers on tv you just like man like we really got to we got to give people their roses while they're alive. Uh, we really got to talk to our folks. We really got to spend time with our people. We got to spend time with ourselves, which is why we're not going to ramble on too much more. And we're going to get into this episode about self-love. Um, right. Self-care. It, it was right on time. And we didn't change this right on for time. all the stuff that was going on. Me and Cal honestly and truly have a natural knack of just being ahead of ourselves and ahead of everybody else. And man, when we finally start acting on stuff like this a whole lot more, 
the world will be just set at our feet because we do yeah. this often. Yeah. And the things that we're going to talk about, you know, they're, 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 yes, we have a natural name. I think we're naturally prolific in that way. I think a lot of people are, especially a lot of black people. No, no, I don't even know why I did that. But no, um, I think, you know, when you start, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about, when you implement these things and you start giving yourself self-affirmation and, and give changing your mind to be mindful and give yourself positive thinking practices, best practices, you can do some of the same things. Yeah. Um, your mind oh. is a, is a, is the very powerful muscle. Man, uh, speaking of one of the books that I've been listening to and I was halfway through it and I decided to go back and re-listen to it because a very wise um black woman taught me and told me something that I guess I probably should have been known but she didn't tell me until I was 25 that mm. no nah, mm-hmm. nah, I was 26 <laughs> that you should <laughs> never read a book once ever. So mm-hmm. it was just such great things that were going on in the book. And it's like one of those books that got parts. And by the time I got to the next part, I was like, I need to go back and listen to this all over again because I really wanted to set in so that when I listened to the second part, I really got a grounded foundation. And the book is Becoming Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't tell y'all who is by. I can search it, but I can tell y'all towards the end. But it's becoming supernatural. If y'all follow Big Sean, he mentioned it on his um, on his Instagram. And I decided to take to it because I do believe in the strength of the mind and manifestation and all of those great things. Dr. Joe Dispenser is the there author. There we go. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into, you know, the shagenda, basically. We're going to talk about, you know, why we decided to talk about self-care and self-love i mean honestly we could do that now like black responsibility it's our responsibility to talk about those things right um you know why it's important right now why it's, you know what is self-love what is self-care where we missed the mark and then we're going to talk about different types and then we're going to give you all some next steps so let's get into it without further ado um so why did we decide to talk about self-care you know because this is black responsibility of course we decided you know this is a topic that we're Obviously, you know, the times that we're in right now, it makes sense to think about reflecting on yourself and and do I love myself? Do I care about myself? Because you have this time. So take advantage of it. Right. Um, And why is it important now is from my perspective is like the world does not it's not very generous. Um, And when you come into this world, I don't think that you get a lot of affirmations about feeling like you should belong or that you are here for a reason a lot of us don't grow up in the same homes and we don't get the same type of love right but if you have self-love and if you are instilled the practices of self-love early on you know who knows what you can do who knows what you are capable of right it's like that 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 it's like an enzyme um, or a catalyst and those are biological terms but it's meant to speed up processes and if you speed up the process of loving yourself, you know, do it earlier as opposed to waiting till you're, like you said, 25. Most of us don't get this. I mean, people listen to this podcast. It's got to be in their 20s or 30s now or even older. Right. But if you would have heard this stuff when you were a child and maybe you did. Right. But knowing I'm that this is an people. actual thing. Yeah. Here. Knowing that this is an actual thing and that you can work on this daily and how it impacts all aspects of your life. You gonna be a much stronger minded person. Promise you. Right. Um, And something that I 
I'll pose a question before I get into my reasoning is how many of y'all were directly taught to love yourself and how to love yourself? Because me and Kyle talked Mm -hmm. about it and I told him that before I moved from Georgia to Texas, I had a conversation with my then 11-year-old little brother. Now he's 12. And I told him, I was like, you know, with me not being around as much, I spent a lot of time with my little brother. Anybody who knows me knows that that is my heart, um, my soul, my everything, my motivation, and I attribute my progress in life to him. But I told him to take time to spend time with himself, to reflect on himself, to get away from everybody else and to get away from the noise sometimes and to really learn learn more about himself and ask himself questions and to determine what is for him, what he wants, what he likes, not what his mama want him to like, not what his brothers want him to like, not what his sisters want him to like, but what does Adrian want for Adrian? Who is Adrian aside of everyone else? Um, And me and Cal were also talking before and I told, I came up with this little quote or whatever, and it was like, made by many, no, excuse me, molded by many, made by self. Because a lot of people love to say that they self-made, but it's like, you say you self-made, do you even know yourself? And the other right, thing what does that, that mean? I often, right. And another thing that I say to Cal often is, I feel like, this is my personal opinion, our generation, and it could be, it could stem from other generations and they could have the same problem, but we don't know how to be by ourselves. Since we were in grade school, everybody had boyfriends and girlfriends, and it just never stopped. <laughs> and now we're adults, yeah. hopping from relationship to relationship, or inside of relationships or outside of relationships, not really knowing who we are. But you want somebody else to love you, and you want somebody else to care for you when you don't take the time mm-hmm. to do the same thing for yourself. And I really think that's kind of how me and Kyle got into this conversation, just observing it and it kind of bothers me to an extent and maybe it's because I'm one of those people who know how to be by myself and don't mind being by myself but it bothers me because I hate to see people not knowing how to love themselves but not even knowing themselves to love themselves that sucks man and it's like I see such beautiful people wrestling with these things so I think self love is very important because if you don't know how to love yourself and you don't really know who you are, you also don't know how to take care of yourself. And in that regard, mm-hmm. how will you ever effectively really love and take care of someone else? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote some notes down and just, just in thinking about just, you know, we come up with topics and then we, we try to reflect on it a few days and then you know come back because we might have an elevated thought about it. But um, I was thinking about, you know, we aren't taught the value of self-love when we were younger. Right. Um, and in a in a in a facilitated um, manner. Right. An educational setting setting is what I mean by we weren't taught that. Right. We might have gotten that at home or just by our families and stuff like that. But I think that there's something about when you learn something at school, it kind of sticks sometimes. Not to say that it, if it's learned outside of that, it won't. But it will. But, you know, um, that's why it's an educational setting. So, um, but because of that, because of not being taught, you know, at a younger age, 
our self-image perception of self and our people is kind of distorted because we don't know how to love and how to take proper care of ourselves right if you're not listening to yourself how like you said how can you listen to somebody else how can you take care of somebody else when you can't take care of yourself right um, we're we're there are things called mirror neurons and we take and we learn from other beings we are social right we are social creatures most definitely to take the best care and maximize our own time and maximize our own proficiency you know we should pay more attention to um, what it is that our own needs are. We're going to get into, you know, the definitions as well. Um, this impacts our ability to be mindful in our decisions and our overall quality of life. So we're going to come at y'all. We're going to give y'all all the things that we can give you all. Just, I mean, we're not experts. I guess, I mean, in terms of age, we might be experts, but in terms of like, you know, I got, study, it. I got over 10,000 hours and spend the time with myself. <laughs> I got that from the Outlier book um, by Malcolm Gladwell, ten thousand yeah. hours. That's 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 the expertise in it. Dang, now that Janae Aiko song playing in my head, man, mm. I got ten thousand hours of self love. I spent a lot of time with myself before mm. I even got out here. I spent a lot of time with myself. So, you know, I, I'm I'm an expert to a certain extent, but at the same time, mm. I'm an expert on me because yeah. my self love and my time with myself might not be the same as you know Kyle's or somebody else's. Right, right, right. You got to define it on your own. Um, generally speaking, um, I would say, you know, I wouldn't call myself an expert. Um, I'm not perfect, but we're just going to be able to talk and speak to the things that we have done thus far in our lives and hope that you all can um, just catch on to that low hanging fruit and um, embed it within y'all's lives. But yeah, at any point, at any rate, per usual, if y'all have any feedback, please get at us, man. Please get at us. Black responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Our Instagram, Facebook, you know, give us give us a shout out, talk to us. You know, we're we're very personable people. We got time, y'all. We know y'all do too. But so. do we got time? <laughs> right. What time right. don't so, we have right now? <laughs> so getting into it, you know, what is self-love? And I'm gonna just give y'all the definition from the Googles. Um, self-love is regard for one's own well-being and happiness, or is the interesting part, y'all, or advantage. It has been both conceptualized as a basic human necessity and moral flaw akin to vanity or selfishness. Now, w- the reason I wanted to talk about the definition in itself, because, I mean, we, we talk about it, we float the word term around, but I actually wanted to define it for you all. And when you break it down in that way, just a lot of thoughts come to mind. Um, but like clearly stated as in the definition, you know, yourself, your well-being, your happiness is an advantage. It is that catalyst. It is that um, that enzyme to speed up the evolution of yourself. Right. You need self-love. You need to love yourself because being able to self-identify is going to impact the decisions you make and the way you move about in this world. Um, The second part of definition where it talks about, you know, it's akin to um, vanity or, you know, a natural flaw. It's interesting because it's like growing up and we'll talk about this in a second. But growing up, self-love is almost painted as like being conceited or being cocky or being arrogant. And the thing is, while that may be very true by, you know, the viewer, the viewer has their own bias. Right. Somebody who sees a, a child as, you know, very derogatory, like it, it, the the as a teacher, as an educator, as an adult, as a as a father, as a mother. 
as people who see the problem, it is our responsibility to be able to talk to those children or talk to those people and garnish that relationship with them and try to mold them into that person who is not arrogant or sees that, you know, try to turn that into a more positive um, perception. Cause I feel like we are very capable human beings. I mean, we, I mean, from growing up, we are very smart. We're very intelligent. We're very bright, but we just need mentors. We need guidance oftentimes. Yeah, man. Cause even with Adrian, that's something that I try to do often. It's like, he love to gloat and brag about how much he is like me. But mm-hmm. I always stop him and I be like, no, man, you know, you your own person. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You my baby. I've invested a lot into you as far as time and, and love and all that. But, man, you your own person. And right. I don't ever, you know what I mean? I don't ever want him to forget that because the same way he can see so much of me and him, he can see so much of this person and that person. And then he don't, he not even looking at himself anymore. And I never want that for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So self-care, um, the practice of taking action to, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, this, uh, the, pro- the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, right? So it's two parts. It's like, you know, self-love is kind of like the philosophical overarching umbrella definition, whereas self-care is the practical sense of being able to um, work towards your overall well-being. So, yeah, I'm glad we defined that for you all. Um, you know, if you all got now your let's own get into some real talk, god dang it. <laughs> yeah, let's get it, let's get into it. So we're oh no, it, it just felt so structured. I'm like, yeah. oh, this feels weird, man. Let let kitsch with the people. Yeah. Man, well, so what what do you do for self-care? Sort of I well, do... no, I'll say how do how do you I say self-care, self-love, whatever. Like, what do you do as far as taking care of yourself? In terms of what? Like in general, like for example, terms. me, I read books, I, I go on walks, I, I work out, um, yeah. I like to cook, um, I watch certain TV shows that trigger, or I don't want to say trigger, but depending on where I'm at, because I can't watch everything, you know what I mean, all the time, depending on what where my mind at and what I'm working towards. I like to watch documentaries because I feel like it grows me as a person. It gives me more insight to things. Like I, I ain't gonna say I do the best job at meditating, but every I think I got my own way of meditating. I got a real bad habit of daydreaming, and mm-hmm. I just stare off into space. I, I I think a lot, and I and I I'll stop literally like dead in my tracks and be stuck there for a while, ten minutes or longer, just thinking going over things, thinking about how I could do this different, like, all of that I think is a part of my self-love because it attributes to my personal growth. So anything that can grow me personally, where I can pay attention to myself, understand myself better, and make sure that I'm a better individual so that I can be a better counterpart or a better whole, I mean, part of a whole, whether that's for friends, family, whatever the fact, you know, that's what I do, I guess, for self-care, self-love. Oh, I soak. I soak in the tub, you know, mm-hmm. put some, uh, <laughs> what, what is the name of that dang old thing? You always have to tell me. The yellow stuff. Uh, Not the bleach, but the, um, that junk strong as I don't know what. Um, I always want to say amino acids, but I know that's wrong. Are you talking about Epsom salt or no? Nah, I do soak in Epsom salt, but I'm talking about what I clean the tub with because a lot of us 
millennials, we live in apartments and stuff like that, and you just can't be soaking in anybody's tub. Uh, I'm about to walk in the bathroom right now and see what this shit called. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> ammonia. I can ammonia. never get that right. Ammonia. ammonia. I've seen that yeah. thing out with ammonia real good. Let it, let it rinse, sit, scrub, dry all that good stuff. And I, and I soak my, my goddamn own body, man. Yeah. Um, I go sit by the water, too. I love sitting by the water. Wherever I live, I always got to find a place where it's water and open sky. I do a lot of good thinking out there. Yeah. I feel like a uh, similar vein, you know, I think I do some, I try to practice some things that um, are going to make me the best version of me. Um, and so I think for me, the books, a lot of books um, that I draw near to, I mean, I'm not, very, I'm not somebody who likes um, fiction just because I feel like that. I, I just don't identify with a lot of things that are going on, but I'd like, um, autobiographies i'm reading the autobiography of malcolm x right now and i just think that that's for me that's self-care in terms of my um just who i am who i identify with and how i see myself in the world that's feeling to me because that's that's energy that's coming in that has always been around and i i want to be that person i want to work towards that right um i like to listen to music i like to listen to a variety of music i mean i think that I think that some friends might say that I listen to a lot of trap music. I do listen to a lot of trap music. I will own that. Hello, I do. So the what? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but I'm going to get to that in a second. I listen to, you know, I was just listening to Marvin Gaye out here. Stevie Wonder, of course. Oh, now, real? You know, I, yeah, just, I ain't going to lie. I put, I put on some John Coltrane and then I switched mm-hmm. it up because I almost fell asleep while doing this LinkedIn course. Then I had to put on that Jimi Hendrix because that, that guitar keep you up, man. It do. Yeah. But um, I listen to that wide variety of music because um, for one reason, I like music. Um, I like music. <laughs> but also, <laughs> uh, what it does is it allows me to release an energy, right? I like listening to trap music when I'm, when I'm working out. Like, I almost have to. I'm motivated to do that. I'm not even thinking about it. It takes my mind somewhere else, right? And um, mm-hmm. I think that that's why I don't really like listening to it when I'm driving or other people because it's it takes me somewhere that it doesn't i can't share that with anybody else per se um but listening to music i yeah soak in a lot of things i love my sage man like i didn't like the smell of it at first Boy, i sage the hell out of my house all the time you hear me and i gotta be playing nip gotta yeah. be playing nip yeah yeah i gotta i play i play lauren hill my sage lauren and um and, and, and jill i like jill um but yeah, Janae is a good one that I do it too. Another weird. Now this is weird. I think no, this is different. I like to drive. I I think driving. That's for not me, weird at all. I don't think that's weird at all. Well, I think when when I say it, when when people like driving, huh? No, nah, like and, and not not for like people in you know in my metropolitan areas as you know in traffic road raging and stuff. No, no, no. I just like to get on the open road and just cut off the music. And I'm about to refer. I'm, I'm about to refer to a story with me and Brooke. You remember when I came and got you from Augusta, <laughs> and we were in the middle of nowhere. We was talking. We was on the string, and I cut off the lights. On the yeah, road. you remember that? Okay, so like, yeah, I do. Like I do. What, and I was talking about just peace and just what the earth. That was a wild time. That yeah, that was a wild time. Um, but like we were, it, it just felt like it was peaceful. If you ever 
I don't say practice this. Please don't uh, try this at home, kids. But like, turn it off. <laughs> I turn off my lights, and I just was like, man, like this is what the world was like when before humans, <laughs> quote unquote, messed it up, right? Like it was dark. It was peaceful. All you could hear is the birds and and just the insects and frogs and like it was just it was to me it was beautiful. So um, man, self care. Like, Hello, it was, somebody. It, it was awesome, man. Like, but you know those that. I think that once you have started like thinking about, okay, what you need, what is my self-care going to look like? You start finding out little things about yourself that you really like that people might have, you know, tried to try to stop or try to, I don't know, tell you that that was wrong or bad, you know, while you were growing up. Oh boy. Heck yeah. Remember that how I told you it was for me daydreaming growing up. Stop daydreaming, stop daydreaming. And then you get older and you, and I found out that I wasn't just that daydreaming is not a pointless thing. Mm-hmm. I was manifesting, you know what I mean? I was seeing things that I've that I can now look back and say things that I saw in my mind that I was able to see right in front of me at one point in time, you know? That's some real shit, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that was the first cuss word of the podcast. So I, <laughs> hey, that's for BA. He said we were cussing a lot. Check that out. I think that was the first cuss word of the podcast. It wasn't even a hard cuss word. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate y'all, y'all, all the listeners, by the way. <laughs> right. We did. We do take y'all feedback into account. Ain't no eating going on, you know? Yeah. Trying not to sniff. I don't pull the mic away, you know? Uh, <laughs> right. You hear me? I had a few burps. I had a slide. <laughs> but um so we talked a lot about like mental self-care like meditation and books listening to different podcasts like this one um even rapping your favorite song out loud or singing your favorite song out loud instead of just listening to the music because boy when i tell you when i turn on nip i well i get in the zone I, i listen to nip to to uh get my mind right when i need motivation when i'm uncertain about myself you know, that's another thing about self-love is knowing yourself well enough to know what questions to ask yourself and to be completely honest with yourself at all times. Like, none of us are perfect. As confident as I come across all the time, I struggle with self-doubt a lot. I look fear in the eyes often, but the thing about it is I always power through it, and I got my circle, um, those people that I can go to no matter what. Man, I I had a big decision that I just had to make. Literally made the decision this Monday. And shout out to Kyle, Papa Ronnie, my cousin Mark, Freddie, Shalonda, Adrian. You know, I had a big decision to make, and I was scared. I can't even flex with all this uncertainty going on. I was scared, but I had to be honest with myself. And, and it takes a lot to put their pride aside and be like, man, I'm really scared. Of, you know what I mean? I'm afraid of this decision and to I've been able to spend so much time with myself out here that I've been able to pinpoint when something is not right or just being able to come to grips with I'm human and it's okay to say things like I'm afraid of something without feeling like less of who I am because I'm known for being so bold and so confident, but shit, I'm second cuss word. I'm human. And I know myself well enough to know that this was a big decision but I also knew myself well enough to know that I was going to regret if I made a decision out of fear versus faith. And I stepped on faith and we walking in it right now. So shout out to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
when we talk about like next steps, we'll probably mention it a little bit more, but like, you got to give yourself grace. You got to give yourself mercy. Um, and I think when we talk about, you know, us not being taught self-care or self-love growing up, you know, you, you're not taught to think about what you need, honestly. And like how, what you need is often like, it's not, it's not important right now. Right. Like, you, or, or what, um, what am I trying to say? We put, often put others' needs before our own. And when we do that, yep. we, we often have this pressure to fulfill a need. Or, or if you're not doing anything, you're not being quote-unquote productive, you're minimizing your productivity. That's, that's not self-love. That's, that's you speaking against yourself. Like, you do need time by yourself. You do need grace. You do, do need to give yourself this own, your own mercy and just, you know, it's okay. You know, you're human. People, it's all right. You bleed too. And you bleed blood. That's red. <laughs> Man, bro. And, and it's okay to cry. Oh, my God. That is one thing that I learned out here that I knew before, but I didn't really know how to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I knew how to really cry. I would say that I Unless cried. it was like a, a big death that hurt me. I don't. I can't really say that I knew how to cry. Like, I cried when my grandma passed. I cried when my little cousin, she was the person after me and my family that passed. And I cried when Nip passed. Yeah. Other than them three, I can't really think about a time where I really just cried. Yeah. I probably cried the most I have in the past. I would say in the past five years alone in this four months. Yeah. Interesting. Like, so let's talk about how moving away. I'm sorry, let you finish. No, no, no. Just like, no, just no, like, I mean, let you finish. Yeah, call. like, just like. Well, no, that's a perfect segue. I think that moving away has made me so much more vulnerable. Um, Brene Brown talks about being vulnerable. I won't give y'all the whole spiel. Y'all just gonna have to look up. It's a white lady now, but she she fine. I get to it. And she worked at the University of Texas. She makes like a mini celebrity anyway. But like when you I need a slide Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um when you me personally, Kyle, moving away um from any family, uh, relatively close to where they live, but any friends, like kind of being literally in my own city. Nobody else I know is here other than a few people. Like it made me a lot more vulnerable to the experiences that I was encountering. Right. I had to learn a whole new city. I had to learn a whole new culture of the city. I had to learn a whole new institution. I had to learn how to literally be by myself for real, for real. Like now when I did my internship, that was my first time ever being by myself. That was the practice. My little three Mm -hmm. months. You talking about when you first went to New York? Uh, when you went yeah, to New York? yeah, now that was my first taste of yeah. it. Um, so I guess I guess that's why I felt a little bit more comfortable with this move, which is fine. I mean, it was it was cool, but like I've literally cried so much more and been able to express myself when I am angry, when I am upset, when I'm confused, and I think that that's because I'm not distracted or worried about what somebody else is going to say. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about my needs. And I'm thinking about, you know, getting that off first. Now, there is some drawback to that. And I did have to learn, you know, to be cognizant um, and actively listen. But at the same time, you know, my priority, what I learned is that I started to think about myself as a priority. And I think a lot of people don't get to that point. That's real. That's how I felt out here. It was really, it was crazy because even when I moved back home to Atlanta mm-hmm. from Valdosta, 
I mean, I was home, but we all know how it feels to leave home and come back. It's just not the same. Your same friends not there. You don't connect with the same people the same way. And not just that, you're an adult now. Right. You're not in high school with a job or playing sports where you got a little bit of time away from your people, but when you hit the block, you back at it. Like, I was back home, but I was working. I was going to school. I was helping my moms and my little brother going through my own stuff. You know, I was I was out here living life, so it's like I didn't have a lot of people. I had somebody here and there every now and then, but then it got to a point where I really didn't have nobody that I was kicking it with but my brother JB. Right. And then when I come out here, it's over with, you know, and then when I, okay, and then when I was in grad school, I, me and my roommate, and now a forever life friend, like a family member, Rianne, um, I had her, but now that I'm out here in Texas, it's just me. Don't get me wrong, I, I end up connecting with Jeff, Sean, but for the, and Dez, but for the most part, I'm just by myself, and when I found out when I first moved out here, especially like the first three weeks, my auntie was calling, um, my auntie Constance was calling constantly. <laughs> you like what I, I see what did. you did there. <laughs> she was calling me. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> she was calling me all the time, checking on me. And it's just like, from her standpoint and from a lot of my other family members that was calling and checking on me, they, they was acting as if I was 18. I just went off. But I was happy to get out here because I understood that everything that I had going on around me was I remember, distraction. I remember you saying that, I don't that, mean yeah. that in a bad mm-hmm. way. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't mean that in a bad yeah. way, but anybody who know me know I had a lot of responsibilities back home. Like, I love my family dearly. I love my friends. They are my family. I'm that person. But that was the problem. I, I didn't have a lot left for me a lot of days. Right. Oh, so wow. when I got out here, it felt so good to just be by myself to the point where I ain't even want to pick up the phone sometimes. It was like, man, just let me be. I promise I'm okay. Something go wrong, I'll let y'all know. But I don't need nobody to hold my hand because the truth is, I've been holding too many people's hands. And it's time for me to focus on me. And it just felt so good. I ain't have a TV for like, I want to say like the first month, I didn't have a TV. So I was going out to the hammocks. They got some hammocks in the neighborhood. And in my neighborhood or whatever, where they pulled them up for the fall, I would go out there, read Nikki, um, Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. I was about to mention Nikki Giovanni. Nikki yeah. Giovanni, love have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I would read um, Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. I just oh, she dope too now. And... Nikki Giovanni's dope too now. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's my favorite poet. She's definitely my favorite poet. Um, and I'll say the, <laughs> <laughs> the quote that defines my entire life comes from her. Mm. Um, it's a long quote. I'm not about to go through my phone um, and I'm not about to recite it, but it was in, she was sitting down having a conversation. It was one of her interviews. You can find it on YouTube. She was a bit younger. It's like, a, I think it's like a reddish background situation, a small group. She got the little fro. If you can find that mm. on YouTube, go see it. And she was just talking about people, relationships and all that different good stuff. But back to it, just being out here by myself, I ha- I had a chance to just sit and unravel all the things. And when 2020 came up, I didn't think it was significant. And I remember telling Cal, me and Cal had this conversation that I didn't even think that the the new decade was significant to me mm-hmm. because I had just been rolling with the punches for so long, like. 
I was just moving. Yeah. To the point where I didn't even realize how much I had been through and all that I had overcome to even get to this point. And it was like these though, you know what I mean, these past 10 years were very significant in my life as far as the development of who I am today. And I don't even think I would have been able to unpack that the way I did. Or if I would have, who knows when I would have been able to unpack it finally, if I wasn't out here by myself to sit back and think and reflect. Cause everybody, you know how social media is, how social media is. Everybody, 10 years throwing up their old pics and this for me and that for me. And I was like, what the fuck that happened in these 10 years? But that just teach you as black people, we go through so many hardships and we're so used to just moving through things and taking things on the chin mm-hmm. that we don't even understand how much we're harboring. Mm. And that's why it is so important to spend time with yourself because a lot of things that, are, that you're holding on to that are negative, because a lot of positive is in life, but let's be honest, a lot of the times because we want everything to be so positive and we don't want to harp on the negative, we don't address mm-hmm. the negative. And that's a problem. You have to address that because you, you can't look at the glass and tell me it's only half full. You, we can be as optimistic as we want to be, but you still have to deal with reality. And in reality, if a glass is half full, it's also half full. Mm-hmm. So being out here made me, allowed me to see, you know what I mean, unpack a lot of things, spend more time with myself, and get back to what I remember wanting before the world got out yeah. of me. I think another thing that being by myself made me realize is, or made me even think about is what was really worth my time, you know? Um, Mm. And, and without trying to necessarily offend anybody, I'll try to pose it as a question. Think about, you know, what and who is worth your time. Um, I know that a lot of our conversations or just the topics even come up uh, and just with our friend, our friend group is, is predominantly about relationships, but honestly it, it is more about self-care. Um, but I had to realize that, yeah, I need to prioritize myself, but even thinking about what I was putting into myself, the movies that I watched, the music that I listened to, they don't, they didn't, mm. they weren't speaking to love or me loving myself. It's more of me doing for myself. But what if me doing for myself is not about love at all? You know, what if, you know, you speak mm. about rappers talk a lot about, you know, what they have and what they own or what they possess. But what does that do for you? Right. Who, who, who are who, you? Who are you? And then what does right. it do for who you think you are and who do you want to be? You know, um, I challenge everyone to listen to, to what we're saying in that respect. We're going to drop so many links to just articles, podcasts. There's actually a podcast between Nick and Giovanni and James Baldwin about this very same topic. Oh, yeah. that conversation. Yeah, I yeah. watched that conversation between them and he, boy, listen. my goodness, that, that one listen. got fired up and you couldn't do nothing but sit there. I, I encourage everyone to, I would love to even, you, you trying to break that one down one time, one time for the people? So, if I remember no, no, no. it correctly, because I, I, I don't watch it twice. Episode. We can do that in another episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can yeah, get, yeah. get out. Definitely. We can do, actually, we can do like a little, we can do like a little 15-minute segment one day and just throw it off on just yeah. as a little sneak bit of some good stuff. To, yeah. Or, or. That, there's some good could, You know what I'm saying? Throw it up on the live. You know what I'm saying? Y'all follow us on the IG. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to start having conversations on our live. We all at home, man. Tap yeah. in with us. Yeah. At Black Responsibility. Yeah. On yeah. Instagram. Um, so, yeah. So, let's give them some next steps. Like, what they can do to, you know, uh, develop best practices for um, self-love or more so self-care. We talked a lot about, like, mental. Um, you know, let's talk about some physical things, like like your health. You know, what you're putting in your body, what you're doing with your body. Um, yeah, we know it's about this corona right now. But uh, and black people, you can contract coronavirus. That was a myth. Yeah. I hope. That, right. I was about to say, I hope that ignorance out, yeah. out the window. After yeah, it was really out after two days. But <laughs> but but um, but what I would say is in this time, you know, I want you all to at least try to read 40 to 50 pages a day. I mean, a, a week in a book. I'm going to start small because I don't know where everybody is. But for me, my goal is I'm trying to get through four or five chapters a day. I did finish that Gabrielle Union book, and I'm not absolutely happy about how it ended. But I get it, and I understand. Um, it, it was a bit of a cliffhanger because it it's like, damn, you done gave me all this. I want more. But it's like she got to yeah. keep living life. It was, it was, a, good, it was a good memoir for right now. Commons book was a good one too that that uh that I read. Well, I listened to. Did you finish? Uh, no, I'm I'm almost done with that one. I'm like in the last three chapters, I think. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And let me let me be careful when I say comic book because one thing I learned from browsing, I was on Amazon, uh, and took my book shit my bookshelf list because whatever books I listen to, if I'm not reading them physically. I put them on my bookshelf mm-hmm. list because I say any book that I listen to, I'm going to buy so it can be a part of my bookshelf because that that's something that I do want to get in my mm-hmm. kids one day and that I want Adrian and Ashton to be able to read whenever they yeah. want to read or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Um, but in this time right now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all take all this stuff in. Start seeking out books. Start seeking out different podcasts. We'll give y'all some different things that y'all can look at, some some good YouTube videos. Um, but you social media... Oh, okay. I, I got I got the name of it. Let love have the yeah. last word. So that comment book was the one that meant he's listening yeah. to and I've listened to. But go ahead with the podcast um, and the so social media. Via social media. Um Effective Fitness at Effective Fitness. They do a a live stream. I'm not sure how often, but go y'all go follow them and find out. They do a live stream of their workouts right now. I don't think they do this year-round, so take advantage of this time at home and, you know, get out there and express some energy and get some anger out. You know what I'm saying? Them kids running around, go work out. You know what I'm saying? Make them work out. <laughs> you know, um, that's, that's going to... Man, for the parents, this is the best time. You black parents, you black siblings, if you're in the house with your people, I got to... And I'm glad you said that because I, I need to call my mom or text my mom, depending on what mood I'm in, how the wind blowing. I ain't really been feeling like talking much. Um, so, but the education system is flawed. We know this. This is the best time for you to really take a hold of that of the youth's education. And this goes out to the youth to listen because I know I got some youngsters that be on here that I know personally to listen. And I appreciate y'all. Please share with y'all friends incorporate finances into your own curriculum. You at home now. If kids don't go back to school smarter, you can't blame the education system no more. They at home. Uh, Learn about your history. Learn about finances. Everybody ain't meant to be an entrepreneur. That's fine, but you should know how to make money, how to get money, how to keep money, how to make more money, and how your money make money for you. 
This is the time. If it's ever been so important to see what's going on. We've lived through a lot being millennials. The 2008 stock market crash. This may be a stock market crash the way things are going. Take the time to really see how you want to be on the other side of this. You want to talk about self-love, self-care. Do something for yourself that's going to put you further and have you on the up and up and in the green on the other side of this pandemic. And then we want to talk about love for all. When you do this for yourself, put your people on and encourage them to do this. Please. I I, 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 I don't beg a lot, but I beg yeah. of y'all that y'all take this time to really put something in y'all minds that's going to put y'all in the green for the rest of y'all life. Learn something that you can teach your kids, that your kids can teach their kids. It's necessary. And for the first time since I've been alive, the education is back in our hands to an extent. The time is back with us. Take advantage of this time. The time is now. Um, And I think if you're not prepared, you can easily get prepared. Right. You can start with little things um, just by just, you know, looking at different self-help finance books. Um, it's a, a one in 10 African-Americans are likely um, no one in 10 African-Americans in their lifetime actually use a financial advisor. And not that that's uh, it just looks bad when in, when our, our, our white counter, when our white counterparts <laughs> are one in four of white counterparts are likely to give you a financial advisor. We don't value that. The numbers show it. Um, you can, people can make up any excuse they want to. We we are we're at the point now. There's no excuse. We need to, we need to be more finan- financially literate. Agreed. We can talk this self care and self love, but you got to feel the exact same way, if not even more, about your finances as well, right? How much of your finances is going to clubbing? Not to say that clubbing is wrong, but how much of it, right, is going towards the things that are not going to establish wealth or make you make money, right? You need to look at that. You need to assess that because, yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to make you wonder, like, why, why don't I have things for myself? Or what did I enjoy, you know, and I didn't really love or wasn't loving me back, right? Like, just it's something you need to think about, you know? Um, so, yeah, just take advantage of that. Oh, yeah, cold it's, it's starting, to, starting to cool off. Um, you can, you know, self-affirmation, you know, telling your stuff like telling yourself stuff like I'm starting to see and I don't know if you've seen this, but like in people's mirrors, they have at the bottom, you are awesome or you are beautiful. And it's like engraved in them. Oh, you, well, you mean, like, see my like, mirrors every time I move somewhere. You see yeah, the way I write on my mirror. Yeah. So, you know, I know. But I'm talking about like they actually make the mirrors like this now. Like they make them to where it is. Oh, no, I don't too, know that. I've seen it. I was just like, <laughs> man, that's an awesome idea. But somebody see somebody somebody making money off of that. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that was part of my growth. I have a little book that I wrote all my life affirmations in. Literally, that's gonna take me through the rest of my life. And I wrote everything down. And for a long time, especially when I was in grad school, every morning I woke up, I I, I kept it by the toilet on, on the bathroom sink because you know first thing do when they get up it is what it they is you got human you, know, you have your best I, I cleanse myself when you're on, when you're on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i would always i would literally read them all out loud and then i would say them to myself and i would my favorite number is four so i do a lot of things in the sequences of four i have since i was younger so i read them at least four times no no less but at least four times and sometimes I would do it throughout the day 
uh, when I came home and I would try my best to do it. If I remember to do it before night, I'm a, I mean, before I go to bed, I'm a night owl. So I stay up late and I still have that book. And though I don't do it as often as I used to, I still do it. I don't go, I, I hardly ever go longer than two months without opening my little white book. It, it's, it's very, very small. And I just read them out because like I said, I wrote this out because I know what my, I yeah. want my life to look like. So they never get old. The only thing that may get old is if I put down maybe some goals or something that I wanted, like I'm going to graduate with my master's degree in sports administration. I did that. So had to scratch that off the list. So, but that's very, very important to, to have those affirmations. Man, you got to be sure of yourself right. and you got to trust yourself. And when you're right. not sure it's of like, yourself, that helps. It's like, how can you be sure of yourself? How can you, you know, affirm, have affirmation within yourself if, or give affirmation to other people, you know what I'm saying, for our parents or our teachers, people who actively work in front of people and work with people every day. How can you do that if you don't love yourself, if you don't affirm yourself, if you don't know that you are powerful, you are great, you are awesome, you are smart, you are communicative, you are strategic. If you don't tell yourself that, you're not going to put that out in the world. But, um, yeah, so we about at an hour. And I got two more things I'm going to talk about, and we're going to let y'all sh- slide. Um, another best practice I got that I do personally is I try to get in a routine. I know this COVID thing is kind of like put people in a, another funk um, and just kind of stepped on their routine. But, you know, I think setting an alarm, if you got an iPhone or if you just got an alarm, starts getting a routine or going to bed at a certain time, making your meals ahead of time if that's your thing or making a meal at a certain time uh, right like getting on the computer doing some work right get it whatever that looks like develop your own routine write it out by every single hour i promise you it's gonna make you feel a lot more productive and you will maximize your time um bro you got anything on that R- routines or anything Yes, routines are very important um I like discipline guys, and that's not with everything it's only sometimes. Me and Kyle actually had this conversation right. literally before we started recording. But I'm the type of person I do really well when I have a whole lot going on because it forces me to be disciplined because I got to get this done because I have this to get mm. done and that to get done. And having this extra time, as much as we're telling y'all to read and do this and do that, y'all probably got stuff that y'all doing with that, you know, is getting y'all away from what y'all should be doing or y'all could be doing other things more effectively. Like, it's a part of it. I feel like we get in such the, uh, such a groove from a young age, the way um, American society molds yeah, us mm-hmm. to always be on go, that when we get free time, we dang sure take advantage of it. And um, some people maybe after a week, but after two weeks, it's easy to take too much of advantage of it. So a routine is definitely in order. Because I know myself, and I just stepped into a new role as far as um, career is concerned. I, I change mine frequently. It depends on what I have to do that day or what energy I'm in. That's what works for me. But at least I make sure I set up some type of routine for myself. And if I feel myself falling out of a routine after two or three days, I look back at it and be like, okay, well, tomorrow got to be different. We got to rewire this. So that's that's just for me, though. But to his point, it is very important to have a routine. We're not, we're not telling you how yours should look, but find something that works for you and, and go with it 
one of my things that I've stuck with no matter what is starting my morning off with a audio book and ending my day with at 11 o'clock I my time I start reading a physical book and that gets me to my two books a week. yeah so, I, um, yeah. I usually wake up listening I found that listening I adopted that as well I listen to audio books um specifically the common uh yeah Commons book and Gabrielle Union's book um I listen to both of those in the morning, I try not to listen to them at night because I'm tired. But when I first wake up, that's it's it's kind of soothing to hear a celebrity's voice and they're talking about something that is helpful, like or that I even think about all the time. Especially, oh my god, she has Gabrielle, it's just a, a nice voice. yeah yeah she has a really awesome voice. Um, it's very authentic and believable, if that makes sense. I like I trust when she talks. Um, but yeah, so like. We, we're about to wrap it up, but like the last thing I'm going to tell y'all is, you know, stay safe, stay clean, wash off all your little workspaces and stuff. Um, make sure you, you know, I think you, the CDC has kind of announced that, you know, the masks, wearing a mask or a bandana um, can reduce the spread of coronavirus. So just make sure you, you know, you're taking all precautions. Be over cleanly, if that makes sense. Um, so whatever you thought you was doing, you thought you was clean, be even more clean now. Um you know, clean, I clean, I vacuum my floor like almost every day. Um, not because there's something on it, but just because I think something's on it. <laughs> I just want to, I just like laying on my floor and stuff. But like getting, if that, putting that a part of your routine or just like, but make sure y'all are being healthy, y'all are being clean. If you got the coronavirus, you know, try to quarantine yourself. Try to stay away from people six feet. Get me on my feet. Get me on my face. I need it. I need it. So, but yeah. Self love and self care. Yeah. Um, we hope this was helpful for y'all. Um, y'all know where y'all can check us out at. And y'all be great. Y'all stay safe out there. And everybody keeps saying stay safe like you're going to run into danger. The virus is the danger. <laughs> stay well. <laughs> stay, stay dangerous. Dangerous. You know that's my joke. Stay dangerous. But you know, Stay well. Do things to boost your immunity system. We were talking about what you put in your body. I've been, I've said pretty much at home, I'm not cooking any meats. So if I go out and I'm out grocery shopping and I'm the type that like to grocery shop on an empty stomach, Ooh. I might pick up some. I, I, I try not to pick up no I, meat, I but that. I'm definitely not eating any meat in the house. Cal is a known vegan. Um, so that that's that. Be, be mindful of what you're putting in your body. Because this, at the end of the day, a virus attacks your immune system. They got something called immune shots. There's like turmeric, lemon juice, etc. At Walmart, that's where I get mine from. You got black seed oil that's really good for you. Mm. I use that personally. Um, I I I take beetroot's pill because it's good for your um digest yeah. your colon and your digestive tract. Take um. Make sure y'all. This is part of taking care, taking care of yourself, and you know. And when we say be safe, this is a part of staying healthy. So be sure y'all doing things that are good for y'all, as well as burning sage. Mm-hmm. Sage cleanses the air. Um, I have allergies. If I'm not of mistaken, course. Cal has allergies. So aside of the other benefits that we find from sage, the benefits that sage actually gives you as far as health, it cleanses the air. It gets it um, blocks out a lot of allergens, so whenever I come in the house, I sage myself, and I make sure I sage my house because that yeah, keeps me from sneezing and going use, crazy. Um, well, not use, but consume. Um, 
dandelion root boosts your immune system. And what's the other thing? Oh, uh, um, kiwi. Surprisingly, kiwi boosts your immune system. So, but yeah, that's all we got, y'all. Hope y'all enjoy. Take care. Stay, stay dangerous. Stay well. Stay safe. All right. All Straight. Love. Be great out here in these streets, man. If you don't do nothing else, be great. Love yourself. Take care of yourself so you can love your people and take care if of you. If you don't hear from nobody people, else, you know what I, mean? I love you. Okay. <laughs> facts. Big facts with the birds <laughs> chirping in the back. Yeah! Bars! Ooh. All right, we'll all let y'all next time, right? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the episode. Our hopes is that we were at least able to inspire you to think outside the box and encourage you to reflect on today's topic. If you love the content that we are putting out and want to stay connected, follow us on Instagram at Black Responsibility, on Facebook, Black Responsibility. And after that, go ahead and slide over to the store, grab you some merch. We happy to have y'all. Again, thank y'all for listening. Peace, love, power.